Hello, hello. Welcome back. Running back to hits. Thank you for being here. Hope you're having a good day. Um, Episode 50. Volume 50. Uh, volume 50. I literally cannot believe we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of amazing. Oh, yeah. Man. To our 15 listeners, I really, really appreciate you <laughs> and everything you do in supporting the show. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we um, got best 15 listener fan base possible. yeah for real no no we actually really appreciate y'all like tapping in with us coming on the show fucking with us uh giving us topics um feedback all that good stuff we really appreciate it um and since it's volume 50 we had to kind of do a big one right we had to yeah. we had to do a big um youngest who do we have with us man tell the people and we we have the reason me and lee are here together today we got troll withers with us today I apologize to everybody for that, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad to be here nonetheless. But I feel like I do have to. I don't want to start off on the wrong foot, so I apologize for that. Aside from that, happy to be here, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you for you having me. This man, um, yeah, and outside of like obviously big deal trills here, but me and Lee have been sitting on this future episode for about all fifty. A long time, a long, long time. Long, long time. <laughs> Slow burn. Slow burn. <laughs> Yeah, we've been we've been sitting on it. We were waiting for the right moment. Um, and number 50 felt like a good good time for that. Uh future, I know I've mentioned in the past, like huge, huge future fan here. Um, like one of my top five favorite artists ever. Like really, really love his music and like just the vibe he sets out and everything. And we just were waiting for a moment like this. But Lee, can you tell us about your experience with future when do you think it's the first time you heard him it's the first time you were really getting into him? my first future memory uh especially a big one early was definitely turn on the lights um i remember what like seeing, seeing it on bet and hearing it on the radio i was still riding like school buses at that point <laughs> so hearing it on the radio and singing it um how old were you how old were you <laughs> man i i'm so curious oh, yeah, youngest we're the same going. age how old were how old were we when town lights came out it had to be uh i was like 14 yeah like 13 14 yeah that's so Pluto, i remember <laughs> hold on so you, know, you, know what's, you know what's nasty hold on i remember my brother taking me to a high school football game because i could not drive and him telling me about pluto 3d and him being like <laughs> You got to listen to Pluto 3D. I was like, that future guy? He's like, yeah, it's a really good album. That future guy? That's tough, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that hurts my feelings, but just just me personally. Uh, that's all, all me. Right. Trill, Tr- you clearly have a different experience than the two of us. So when's the first time you remember, like, here in future? Oh, uh, listen, I was, a, I was an adult with a job. Um, <laughs> I had a wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, a, a job I had, the first like I get job job I had right out of college, I was working in Atlanta and a friend of mine was just telling me about this. Like anytime we go somewhere, it was either he'd have future on, he's asked me, could I put future on? It was around like, that's what I was trying to see. Like the actual year, I think it was True Story. True Story is 2011. True Story, yeah, 2011. I think True Story was the first one because it was like after that, I went back and listened to Dirty Sprite because he had put it. I remember Dirty Sprite was one of those. It was around. People were listening to it. It was around. But once mm-hmm. I heard True Story, I was like, OK, let me go yeah. back, listen to Dirty Sprite. Then after that, after that, I think it was like FBG, like the mixtape runs. And I kind of been in since then. Right. Yeah. yeah. And real Definitely. quick, 
I know you mentioned being from Atlanta and can you talk just really quick about being in Atlanta in that moment? Because Atlanta has so many legendary forefathers and MCs before future, but there really haven't been many, if any, who were as influential and important as future. He's with all those names, he stands there. So can you talk about just being in Atlanta, like in that moment, being of age in Atlanta in that moment? Yeah, man, it was a time. And I, I got to say futures up there, but in terms of all around influence, I still think it's Gucci, but I think mm-hmm. futures, I think futures like right there. Like he, he's studying under Gucci. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was a thing. I definitely remember at the time being like, this is different. Like this is like being in again, my first actual job trying to be in the club, fake spending, like you got some money, <laughs> but it's like, this is, that was the soundtrack for it. Yeah. Future and Gucci and, Jeezy and T.I. and like all these Atlanta people at that time. And it was legit knowing that whatever was on here was going to be on like nationally yeah. in a few months. So it was a special time. And I like proud to say I knew at the time I was like, no, this is different. Like hit after hit after hit. This is different. Yeah. It ain't supposed to be like this. Yeah, me and Lee are from middle America. So like mm-hmm. every us at the time makes sense. And actually, I was thinking about it like Rax. Rax is before turn on. Turn off yeah, the Rex was yeah. so early, Rex, early. Rex is yeah. probably my first experience for him, but that kind of like right over my head. That's not really. Yeah, yeah. It was a thing, but it wasn't. It was like, oh, YC, and I thought it was like, oh, it was YC song. Like I didn't even know yeah. who was like YC and Future, but yeah, Rex was probably the first one that you mentioned. That. Yeah. yeah. If I'm, uh, since we're admitted admitted stuff on the pod, I thought YC was YG for the longest. <laughs> that took a while. Over, but. Yeah, that's tough. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Future, so Future obviously got that early start in like 2012, but it was really the the run after Honest, Honest to Dirty Sprite 2, and that was in like the most formative years of my life. That's from like my sophomore year to high school to like my senior year, and he was just everywhere on everything, and like you think about those, I remember those websites like Hot New Hip Hop and like uh, hip hop early and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. checking them. I'm checking them things every day after school because I want to hear the new record. Futures all over the place, and yeah, he just did not take a breath for a solid two years. That's where another like again a, mo- a memory I have being in the city in that moment. I went to a free vitamin water show one night in Atlanta, and the show was the internet and future free show. And who opened up for him was Ray Shrimmer. That's how early this was for everybody. Yeah. So Future did the set. He closed. This is right before I think. What was the Beast Mode was the first mixtape, right? No, Monster or Monster. Okay, Monster was yeah. then Beast Mode, I believe. Uh, I think this was a month right before then. He said, "I'm telling y'all right now, I got some crazy shit about to come out. Like y'all are not ready." And we're like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to say. We're supposed to cheer anyway. He was like, no, for real, y'all don't understand. And those those scars, those scars were still like, oh yeah, he was like, y'all don't understand how hurt I am. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be something, and he was right. And then a quick follow up for that, I know because you act, uh, you told that story on mixtape with Slimmy and Coley. Uh, can you talk about something with future and? you know future hive people always talk about and something that you obviously have experienced well it's talking about future on twitter like that <laughs> 20 like that 2015 to like 2018 19 run 
a future hive just talking about future on twitter i think yeah. it's actually it's really unique and it's fun to go back and see people talking about future um like right there in the in the middle of like the meteoric rise so can you talk about kind of being in future hive on twitter <laughs> during that time yeah well it's it's different because even with future hive there's always like i was in grand scheme of things, I was early in on them, but I'm still later than like most of the people to put me on to them. So yeah. it's always that every couple of years, it's like, oh, all these new fans, all these new fans, all <laughs> these new fans. And at a certain point, I was like, he's just going to keep getting like, this is not going to change. He's going to keep getting better as he gets better. He's going to get more fans. Yeah. Like this is ultimately yeah. a good thing. Yeah. So I feel like once you figure out like on Twitter where people came in, like where did you come in the future? Have you get like, oh, this was your first like tape, was your first song or experience, and see where they came in. It's like, oh, okay, that's where I like. Then it reminds you where you were in your future journey. So that's I think that's been a cool part of it on Twitter, at least. Yes. While we're on this like topic, um, I mean, I want Lee's opinion on this too. Like, how do you feel about? the persona future has kind of been, I don't know if he's been crafting it himself or people have been crafting for him like the past few years when it comes to like the toxic manhood or the, I I need to, the thing that sticks out to me the most is he wanted to name Beast Mode 2, I'm good, love, enjoy. And that was (laughs) like, I liked Beast Mode 2. It might come up in my draft, but it's like, that worried me a little bit that he started paying attention to that kind of stuff on the internet. So how do you feel about like that kind of persona that's being built for it? I mean, it was definitely bestowed and some people used, I feel like people use like the worst parts of it to make identities for themselves. So that was whack. That's corny. But he, I mean, you go back and listen to some of the lyrics. He did it to himself. You know what I mean? He, people didn't pull this image out of nowhere. And then the constant harping on like like Russ and Sierra to certain points, like just hey, come on, man. It's been years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, let it go. You gotta move on, dog. You 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 have you might be 40. I'm gonna say 36. Years? He's older than 36. Like, you gotta move on, my guy. Have you either of you heard the new verse that he put out for uh what's his name? That's all the I saw the clip of it. He was like, if uh-huh, Jigga I mean, wasn't my man, I'm the type to go after B. Are you talking about that verse? Oh yeah! Wow, no, I... real, real Boston Richie, who is not from Boston. Uh, <laughs> some dude named Real Boston Richie. He says that line Lee just said, and then he finishes off with, "And I still smash on C." So I don't know what he's. I mean, okay, <laughs> okay, that woman's clearly happy. You know, relationship. Okay, it's a thing that I mean, young as we've kind of talked about it, especially with Drake. I mean, Drake and Future will get into that more probably that's how they're <laughs> kind of linked together um yeah i don't know man like part of it is this is kind of annoying but part of it is this is probably actually who you are you know and i don't want like i remember in the in the discord chat one day someone was like i don't know if i want to hear futures 444 era i wouldn't worry about that because i doubt it will come <laughs> like he's gonna i keep- mean you, you- <laughs> It's a bridge rock cross when we get there. Yeah, he'll. I think he'll just keep being this same person. The people are definitely building into it, but a lot of it comes from who he is and what he does. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's a part of the music. It's a part. Yeah, of it's it's definitely something he crafted himself. Oh, 
I do think there is a level of vulnerability that gets overlooked when people are trying to discuss this thing. And it's like a lot of the future that people really connected to, especially early on, when you think about that run that we were talking about was he was vulnerable. He was making throwaway. He was making those songs that were really like, you could tell he was going through some shit, even if he was making like fuck up some commas and other stuff. And it was that ability to like switch sides and stuff. Um, so that's what made like fucking up. That's, that was the appeal. It was like he just like us, man. <laughs> he trying. We think he's trying to do right, but he get it wrong sometimes. He's just like us. Exactly. And then it kind of turned into this like I don't know. He get photoshopped on like the Bible or like Dexter like praying to him and stuff in a school locker, and it kind of <laughs> over misogynistic. I think. And yeah, and I mean, part of the vulnerability gets missed a little. And I mean, you yeah. see the people who do that usually. You know, yeah. it is a certain type of fan uh yeah. type of people who run like fan twitter accounts you know what i mean so, so yeah, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> say that women should eat salad those type of people are the type of people who, who are doing who are doing these things <laughs> right um but you shouldn't worry about it women shouldn't eat salad they do eat salad <laughs> right 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 it. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um really quick we and we're kind of talking about our features now can we talk a little bit about the new record youngest because we never talked about it on here specifically uh there's kind of a reason we didn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, i don't know i i went back into it to see if it was something that i would be interested in drafting um and still i think it's got all the elements of what makes a good future record but none of the effort that's really where i land on it i think like i get to every song and i'm listening and I'm like, damn, this sounds like a really good future song, but nothing's like clicking to me the same way it clicked for previous stuff. Right. So it's interesting you say that. Um, to a lot of people, this was kind of a return to form. Um, I know I wasn't a huge high off life fan. I, I think it, has, it definitely has its fans, but I a lot of people look at this like, oh, future's back. Like I, I heard so much of that when the album dropped. Like, oh, future's back. Like y'all, y'all have future fucked up um he's like he dropping crazy shit on niggas um when you heard it tyler how, how did you feel about it the new, i, I the think the the highs are there to where i get the people saying like he's back or he's still there i think the high like the the intro bangs the song with drake and tim's is a banger love you better is a banger like it's good stuff on there it was what's the the album prior mixtape the one prior to this i think that's what people were like he's bounced back from that's what people oh, were like is that uh, what it was? I think so, yeah. And then it was so, like too comfortable in the one with young boy yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That one I wasn't really high on that one. So this one after that one was an improvement. But again, I'm I got on the glasses, baby. I'll never say he fell <laughs> off. So it, again, even when he does put out 444, I'll never I, it is what it is. Like I do need to get some art. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Um the the thing that I noticed when I went back was I have no idea what those track names are listed as. Like, I know Puffin' on Zooties, obviously, and I know, like, Wait For You, and um, there were a few that, like, stood out, but that's usually a bad sign if I go through an album and I can't really, like, pin a name to the song. For, for a nut didn't stick out for you? <laughs> Massaging me? Massaging me? Yeah. Ch- yeah. That's a couple bangers on there. I am. I'm actually a little higher on this record than I think, especially youngest. Maybe you are. Like, I heard it and I heard the tweets and I was like, all right, I feel like y'all might be hyping this, but let me tap in. <laughs> and 
I do kind of feel what some people were saying. I think some of what you were saying might be true of how it doesn't feel like there's as much effort into it, but shit. So like when you're future, you don't need, sometimes you just don't, you, you can luck, you can luck into some shit. <laughs> a, a checked out LeBron is still good for 24, seven boards and mm-hmm. six assists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, and I, I think, still save like five or six off this album. And that's more than I've, did for a lot of other artists this year so that's not like the worst thing in the world there's been worse yeah i agree um young she anything i got something else but if you want to no i I really got nothing okay so when you look at future something that's been pretty evident across his career is him kind of like being that og he talked about gucci that was a big thing with gucci and future is kind of like the next in the lineage of that something you saw that manifest with is all the collab projects he's done um Obviously, the biggest being What a Time to Be Alive, but so, so many that he's done. Um, but when you look at him actually being like an OG mentor, artists coming after Future who are like future babies, who was the first artist you heard post-Future and you were like, oh, this is clearly f- Future influenced. Like this guy is just, this guy clearly comes from the Future tree. Uh, I, well, Thug comes to mind. He took it, like you could clearly hear the hear and see the Future influence. But it was never like, oh, he's he's biting future because he clearly made it his own. Mm-hmm. So Thug clearly comes to mind. Uh, for me, I don't know if it's like too obvious one, just the in Atlanta thing, but Thug was definitely the the one for me. Okay. What about you, Jonas? Honestly, like the lazy answer that comes to mind right away is designer, right? Like designer comes <laughs> out and everyone instantly, <laughs> yeah. That that's the lazy answer. Um, but Honestly, like, you think, I think it's less like an artist, but within that time in the music that was coming out, we think it's something like he mentioned, like Tyler mentioned before when we were talking about that concert and Ray Schremert opening up for him. No Flex Zone feels like a song that came off of something like running up a check or something. It was that like Mike Will made it time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Mike Will sound. Um, so, I mean, Future gets a lot of credit. A lot of those producers deserve some credit too because those are the Definitely. type of beats they were making for him. And then they give those beats to other artists. So they might not sound like him. They might not bite his style, but you tend to get like similar type of music. And that's really when Atlanta started like changing the modern culture. Um, there was always the Jeezys and the TIs and stuff and they kind of ran things, but Future was the next wave. For sure. All right. For sure. And then when it comes to the actual collab projects, how, how do you how do you feel like whenever you hear Futures doing a tape with whoever, Drake, Juice World, Lil Uzi Vert, Young Thug, when you see this, are you like, I'm excited for this? Or is it like, I, I don't want it, this? You know? Well, it, it depends on the artist, really, because like Free Bricks one and two with Gucci are like really good, like st- still good, I think. Uh, the one with Juice World. I wasn't very familiar with Juice World before, and I think that tape was that his last project before he passed. If not, it was one of them, I believe. It, it was close. It was, I think pretty, it, it was close. pretty close. Because yeah. I remember thinking, so much stuff after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I remember thinking, I was like, oh, I like this kid. Like, I want to check more of this out. But the ones with I just on the whole, I don't think he and Drake make good music. I don't think that's really a hot hmm. take. Um, it's some bangers. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it is some bangers, but on the whole, I don't really get excited. Him and Thugs, the ones. I don't know. I just want more, and I think they have more good stuff together than him and Drake. But some of the one, the recent ones, uh, 
like Harlem Shake. Uh, what was the the French say one? Say mate, say nah, say mate, something like that. Mate. Yeah, it was a so couple. Mate. I was like, all right, yeah, all right, guys, all right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Drake thing, I definitely see. We might get into it at some point. I will say an overarching thing with that. I feel like every time I hear a Drake and Future song, it comes from a place of Drake being like, yo, I really am like a fan of Future and I love Future. I want to like get into Future's world and what he does and immerse myself in that. Right. And time after time, he has just shown that he's not good at that. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the best Drake with Future to me is when it's like uh, this, like the song with Tim's. That sample and future of the star. Drake's there, but he just he just kind of there. And the reason why I think that works is it's a little more of instead of Drake hopping in the future's realm, it's like them operating in a shared space, a little closer to what Drake does. I think well, I, that's what makes it work. That was my issue with the first what a time to be. It's like it really does just feel like these were verses sent over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to each other. Verse when you the future and th- uh the super slimy. Or uh, twenty one and Metro, any of them tells like you, you can tell these guys was working together on this. Yeah, the Drake and Future's like, okay, we'll use a beat I pick, we'll use a beat you pick, we'll use a beat I pick. You have a solo song, I have a solo song. That's the formula. And again, yeah. they're so talented that you you get a couple bangers in there. Can't deny that. But on the whole, it's like, I, I, all right, guys, it's just I don't know if your heart's in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Drake and Future <laughs> whenever they get together? <laughs> Me? Uh, so the one complaint I will have, I feel like they hop on each other's songs. Like, I feel like Future has a song that he wants for himself and then Drake hops on it. And then Drake has a song he wants for himself and Future hops on it. And it's not a collaborative effort. Like Tyler was just pointing out. It's not like yeah. they said together. Like Tony Montana was a banger because it was a Future yeah. shit. And then Drake was like, let me just let me just add a little bit to this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. I don't know if either of you have watched the Wizard documentary that he put out when he put out Wizard the album. I, I said I was going to, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so there there are videos from the What a Time to Be Alive sessions, and those okay. are hilarious. I mean, they were obviously together, but it's like Drake has a lot more energy than Future does in there. Hundred and ten percent. Drake's like dancing and moving around. If you and like it was I, like I said, I think it's so much of Drake being like, "Yo, I really." love what future does and i'm i want right. to be a part of this thing like they made the tape in like a super short amount of time obviously something like that is what future is used to i don't really right. think drake well, and if you future of course it's, it's drake of course you do the tape like come on you do the tape you do the tour you do the whatever it's drake come on yeah. oh yeah i mean that boosted both of their careers to honestly what a time to be alive is the first time i remember sport accounts like bleacher report and sports center and stuff doing mm. the like culture mix thing because they were all over the Jumpman song. Oh yeah. I remember, like I remember no one really listening to Jumpman. The album cover with the the, yeah, the diamonds. Everyone, yep. Everyone was trying to like get all the social media accounts were trying to get you to pretend like Jumpman was the biggest song out there. But yeah. uh, <laughs> listen Jumpman did numbers man. Yeah I and I mean it. yeah it was it was really Bruce. and they started a wave like we got so many uh for better or for worse we got so many collab albums after it you know what i mean yeah um uh, for the two of them to operate at their best i think it's when they slow it down that's my opinion um hmm. when you got stuff like live from the gutter and you got like a diamond stance and when they they really slow it down they're not trying to do any of that extra stuff because i i mean personally that's when i like the both of them i like the r&b side of drake i like the r&b side of future right. um, so those two mix a little better than 
whatever like pop single Drake is making, whatever like club banger futures making. When they try to mix those two, that's when it gets a little muddy. Um, but yeah, let's get into this draft, man. Yes. All right. I'm going to do the wheel and I'm going to pray it doesn't land on me. If you get first, we got to redo it. I'm sorry. No worries, Lee. You got first pick. Excellent. Are we doing uh we're doing five, right? Ten. 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 Ten Does songs each. No, we're doing songs. Yeah, we're doing songs. We're doing songs? Yeah, we're doing songs. All right. Yeah, I thought it was song. Would it... All right, yeah. We'll do uh we'll do songs. I can do some songs. So how do uh how do features and stuff work on this? Uh future songs can be from collab tapes as well. I would say no features. I mean, I don't know. No features. All right. Yeah, no but, features. Okay. So we got Lee, then Trill, and then me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Y'all know how we do it. Song draft, 10 songs each, snaking it around. Um, and yeah, in between, we will just talk some shit. Uh yeah. so I am first. You got all the pressure in the world right now. I do not end. There's yeah, only I there's, I, I, there's I can't lose right now. There's <laughs> only one place to go with this. When you think about future, when I think about future, the song that uh defines him as an artist in a perfect way is throwaway. That's the only yeah. place that I can go with this. Two-part song. Um the second part of this song is I think the uh the part that people love to talk about more. The second part, <laughs> I I love like I like it makes me laugh sometimes because this nigga is dead serious, bro. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he is. He's fucked up. Like he's fucked up. Like every time, like, bad. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like just walking around and I'll like not even doing shit, and I'll just think in my head, I ain't worried about no fucking. I ain't worried about no fucking. Like, <laughs> oh my god, throwaway. I, and I remember the first time I heard throwaway, it was actually in the discord because i hadn't heard it before i wasn't a huge oh wow hey, so I, they were like, nah, you got to go back and fuck with future so i'm like i'm going back listening to future i'm listening to future i'm listening to the trilogy and i hear throwaway for the first time and i'm like i get what y'all are talking about. <laughs> like i get oh, what y'all yeah. are saying with throwaway. this is my favorite future song of all time i think it's his best song i, I gotta go throwaway one i got to all right uh yeah throwaway Throwaway is definitely. I like how you mentioned people focus on the second part. I like the first part a lot. Like if you were, to split it I up, think the first two, part is objectively a better song. The first yeah. half is objectively a better song, for sure. Like if he splits them, I probably listen to it a little bit more. But uh, yeah. when I play Throwaway, yeah, I don't know. It's the like you never want to hear the emotion that you're feeling in music. I don't know if I'm the only one that's like that. Like when I'm sad, I don't Not that listen. emotion. I can feel yeah. I'm fine with feeling or hearing emotions in music. Not that one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm a little over that. Trill, what do you got? What's what's the first pick? Oh, I'm, I knew I was going to get this song anyway. This is, are we going, I, I was going to ask, is this, is this is personal favorites, best? Yeah, just just your favorites. Okay, what, what, that's, what you what I, like, that's what man. I figured. That's what I to be personal. honest, with future personal favorite and best kind of coincide. Like everyone's got their then all personal and, favorite also changed by the day. So exactly. Okay, I will go. Never gonna lose. Okay. Never gonna lose is, I, I mean, one just a just a heater of a song. 
Yeah. It's my favorite song on what was my favorite tape is for a long time. I think it's probably been surpassed, but 56 Nights was my go to for a while. And I know I've told this before, but Never Gonna Lose holds a personal spot to me because I remember I got fired from the same job I was talking about when I first heard Future. (laughs) I got fired from that job and I went outside and sat in my car and I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. I don't know what else to do. And I played Never Gonna Lose. I played that shit for an hour straight. And I can't say I haven't taken some losses since, but I've been way more up than down. And so Future said, we never gonna lose. We never gonna lose. So I gotta take that. I feel great about my, uh, my board already. Yeah. If there's one thing about 56 Nights, for me personally, it instills a lot of confidence. Um, a lot of confidence in that and never going to lose is the epitome of that. Like, it it doesn't get more confident than we're never going to lose. Yeah. Uh, big fan of that one. Love it. Yeah, there's a whole lot of off my board, but it's going to be that for a while. <clears throat> um, Yeah, my – got two, got two picks here. I do have two picks. Back to back, yeah. And honestly, I didn't know we were doing songs, so I'm a little un- underprepared. But what did you have what, out- verses or, or tapes or what did you have? No, I, th- I thought we were doing albums, but uh, that's all right. I I already know what my favorite future song is. It's Ben Ben's Friends. Oh, so Ben's Friends, the only collab with Andre 3000, and the way those two trade <clears throat> with each other, especially in that third verse, it doesn't get any better. <clears throat> old and the new kind of coincide together and just like i it's a song i can never listen to one time if ben's friends ever Mm -hmm. comes up on shuffle i gotta replay it again and again and again sometimes i just hear futures verse and i gotta replay it and then i'm like there's so many quotables yeah so every line every line in andre's verse is a quotable every line in futures verses are quotable and then when they go back and forth it's it's another level. It's yeah, that, that's a great favorite thing in rap is when two rappers like trade bars back and forth, and those yeah. are two of my favorite rappers. Noted future Stan Andre three thousand. That and I, that was a big. He knows Squad. They yeah. both Dungeon Family. <laughs> yeah, nope. that was such a big part of you know, and we didn't talk about it at the beginning, but like the whole future controversy with like when Future came out, there was pushback from like traditional hip hop fans about like the type of shit that Future was doing. That and, still push back. Yeah. And <laughs> and like three stacks was one who came out and was like, no, like this is generational. Like this is some shit that is going to move this thing forward. And he was like, I'll always stand behind future and what future does. Um, and that was so big. So shout out to three stacks. Go a real one. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned the documentary, the wizard documentary that came out <clears throat> before that. I'll probably mention it a lot more, but um, Andre 3000's in it. And he calls him, he says, me and my son are future fanatics. Those are the exact words. He, <laughs> um, so he, like, he was talking about him and his son being excited for the Wizard album. And, like, that's something they connect with. So that's pretty cool. Uh, my next pick, we're going to snake around. Probably going to take a lot of songs off this album. So I'm going to take my favorite one off it first. I'm going to go with Stick Talk off DS2. Mm. Big fan of Stick Talk. Stick Talk's, like, I remember I was still playing like high school sports around the time. And I remember stick talk was a big, like locker room. Like that's the go-to for future. Um, mm. One of my favorites, incredible Southside beat, like him and Southside have done yeah. a lot of work together, but that, that one right there is something special. It's one of the few Metro isn't on, on dirty Sprite too. So that kind of makes it stand out a little bit, a little different. It sounds different than some of the other stuff, but yeah, big fan of stick talk. 
was back to me. Yes, yes sir. sir. Feeling good. Another another song. I, these were the two I wanted. I'm walking away with them. Hardly. Got to go hardly. hardly. Yeah. Just a just a beautiful like from the intro to Double D. Uh, beautiful beat. Him letting it build. I feel like a song. I won't say it because. I might take it later, but that gets a lot of credits with like one of his more emotional ones. But I think Hardly's right up there with it. So I'll go Hardly. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about another project we're probably gonna draft a lot, a lot off of at least. Me. <laughs> yeah. Monster's definitely my favorite from that run. You know, this is hard because there's so much, you know, that's the main thing. And I got a little bit off a monster, you know, a tape. So let me go to an album and get one of my favorites from probably my favorite future album. And this is a kind of controversial because it's probably not a lot of people's favorite song on this project. But um, give me Use Me, man, off of Hendrix. Hendrix, like... That's a good one. What Hendrix does for me, um, and you, Tyler, you tweeted about it. Like, it showed that, like, no, I can be the best singer... I can make better singing. I can make singing albums that are equal or on par to what everybody else is doing right now. And Use Me is just one that the emotion on it is actually like insanely beautiful. <laughs> like Hendrix has some <laughs> Hendrix has some Hendrix has some of those moments where I'm like, no, this is like such a beautiful piece of art that like so many people wouldn't give it the credit as. Um, and we'll talk about it with Hendrix. I really, really love Hendrix as a body of work. So I will go with Use Me um, for my first pick there. Lee, cover your ears. King of R&B right there. And that's the proof. That's right. I know. I know. <laughs> um, hold on. So, um, yeah, I'm going with Use Me for the first pick here. For the second pick, um, uh, you you already said how much you love DS2, so I, got, I, gotta, I can't let you get everything off of DS2. Again, this is probably not – everybody well i think a lot of people like this song so i'm not even gonna say that but give me the percocet and stripper joint right here god damn this is another one where i'm like <clears throat> okay a lot of people have tried to do what future does a lot of people try to tap into his lane but a song like the percocet and stripper joint just shows kind of I, like a phrase people use in sport there's just levels there's just levels <laughs> and not there's just some shit that nobody else can do but this one person and Percocet and Stripper Joint is a perfect example of that. Amazing. Something, <clears throat> DS2 in general, as an album, it's like super immersive to me. So like when every track comes on, I feel like I'm just stepping into another world. Future has a lot of songs like that. Percocet and Stripper Joint is definitely one of them. So give me Percocet and Stripper Joint right here. That's yeah, that one's, that one's like prime 3.30 in the morning. I'm on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> it is. turning on your street uh yeah. yeah yeah just and you want to talk about quotables like that again i, I mentioned earlier how 56 nights is one that like gives you a lot of confidence percocet and stripper joint that's another one where like future's talking that shit man like he's yeah. <laughs> and it's it's so short that's the annoying part it's only two and a half minutes long like yeah. you're dying for mm. another verse when you get to it yeah all right trill we're back to you my next, I'm torn between two, but I feel like I got to take one to guarantee that I get it. It's like, again, future still like that little bit of problematic, but sometimes the shit bang. 
I got to go with my collection, man. As an intro, like to start to start your project with my collection, man. Uh, just in a just in a, they said my chains clanking back and forth. They too light, and you can hear the damn chains, man. I said, <laughs> I said, wow, this guy, this guy has something special. So, nah, give me, give me my collection, give me my collection. So my, I love my collection, and the thing that's funny to me about it is because, in my opinion, Hendrix gets like it reaches, it starts off pretty like classic future and then you kind of get to the lovey-dovey stuff when you get to like incredible all the way to like hallucinating or mm. keep quiet and then he starts getting sad again when you see like the solo <laughs> on the side. Right. so to start out with my collection before mm. he talks that shit on like looking exotic or damaged is funny to me it's funny sequencing like he wanted to let you know like this whole thing is not going to be fun like we're gonna have fun at first, but this whole right. thing there will like, be fun had. There will be some not fun. Had. <laughs> yeah, some some checkoffs gun. Like he's like, we're gonna get back. To you. Introduce it. We're gonna get back. To you. <laughs> All right, back to me. <clears throat> Damn, taking some good ones off Hendrix. Um, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna go back to Monster. I'm gonna dig into Monster. I'm gonna take my Savages. Uh, mm. my savage is probably my favorite song off monster it is he does the thing that i think very few people do well on my savages it's a weird part but sometimes rappers will let the beat play and they kind of feel like they're speeding things up just by rapping faster and it feels like the beat's going faster with it and he hits this pocket in my savages that i just rewind every time i hear it like i hear it go through and then Pull it back like 10 seconds. I got to listen to it again. So, yeah, big fan of my savages. That's probably my next bit. Uh, now, back to me. Damn. He's got a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into Super Slimy for the first time. Mm. And I'm going to go with three. Mm. We we know we know you're a super slimy guy, no, noted super slimy lover, big super slimy. <laughs> My favorite collab album from Future, uh, oh, and th- three is really the reason. Um, I think at this time, I was pretty equal on like Thug and Future, and I don't know why when it dropped, I had this mindset of I want to see what Thug does on here, um, and I was really just like. Maybe I was really into Thug. I think Jeffrey had just come out, so I was really looking into, like, what Thug was going to do. And Future just stole the show a lot of the time. And 3 is, like, the perfect example of that, especially that last verse on 3. I don't know if you guys remember it, but, yeah. yeah. That last verse, fucking nuts. It's one I go back to a lot. Yeah, definitely one of the the best songs on Super Slimy, for sure. Real, we're back to you. Oh, you on mute. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, 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 my bad. No matter what I was saying, I was saying, I was, my bad. I was saying, uh, I don't know if I should stick to like my draft board, like just take the best song available, mm-hmm. or do I stick to the fit? of what I was looking for to build a team. And I think I'm going to go neither. I'm going to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go neither. I think he does really good work with young scooters. I'm going to go Dodo. 
Oh, Give me Dodo hell. there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big Beast Mode 2. It didn't really, <clears throat> I feel like everybody I know liked it, but I feel like it didn't really get a whole lot of, maybe it didn't, I mean, I guess it didn't have that many singles or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like everybody I know was like, no, this was also really good. And I don't feel like it kind of came and went, but I'll go Dodo. Me and Lee did a whole episode on Beast Mode 2. We talked sequel albums. We went in depth on Beast Mode 2, kind of went in our thoughts on that. But yeah, him and Scooter, I don't know. I've given Scooter a lot of listens, and he's got some shit on his solo stuff. But for whatever reason, whenever he wants to work with Future, he br- he brings the A. They bring the best out of each other, man. They bring the best out of each other. Uh, probably not the last time we'll talk about Scooter. Yeah, a lot of legendary uh, uh, concoctions, you know, like the OG Popeye's chicken sandwich, the herbs and spices from KFC. <laughs> not a lot of concoctions better than Future and Young Scooter. So that's a fact. You can you cannot fail <laughs> with Future and Scooter. So I like that pick right there for sure. And that brings it, brings it back to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, uh, I, we're actually gonna go back to Beast Mode too, believe it or not. Um, give me Rax Blue, man. Like, <laughs> one of I mean, the what are you mo- supposed to do? One of the, like, one of the unanswered questions of our time. <laughs> like, theologists are still trying to figure out what to do when them racks are blue <laughs> like oh, like legitimate um, what is he supposed to do and this is another one of like those level songs where th- i mean this isn't even like a super big future record kind of more like a cut and <laughs> still i just feel like he's this is just like a nonchalant future and nobody can do this as good as he can um so love 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 racks blue i'm gonna start with that i like that um <clears throat> And I got the back to back here. Yes, yes, was hurt. Y'all each get a back to back. I don't get a back to back. That's tough. I'll make do. I'll make do. <laughs> um, that's that's usually how this show goes. Man, I don't know okay. Warned you. We'll, we'll probably like loathe you at some point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um. Okay. 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 I've done enough deliberating. Uh, give me a little more of a, a cut than the other ones I picked, but let's go to Evil and uh, give me a little Haiti baby. Um, another like cut kind of off Evil, not something that like some people would be like, Yo, why the fuck are you dropping a little Haiti baby here? But like, this is just a track that I really, really enjoy for some reason. Um, I kind of like his like aggressiveness on it. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird one, but give me a little Haiti, baby, just as I love that song so, so much. I like that. It's always felt so incomplete. It just needs a verse from Rick Ross, man. I've said it before. Yeah. That, that song, <laughs> it, it needs a verse from Rick Ross to make it complete. So I like it, but every time I hear it, it's when I was like, this is inc- I can't like it as much as I need to. Yeah. Because it's incomplete. <laughs> but again, on its own, banger. Yeah. I don't think Ross has ever been on a future album. I don't think they've worked. Uh, which is, I mean, they probably they definitely work together. They yeah. did a uh, green Gucci suit like two years ago. I remember yeah. that. You don't even know it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. Actually, maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> now Future said, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we need like, like bro, <laughs> listen, bro, we, 
<laughs> I honest to God thought about that song and I was like, I can't put this song in this draft. It's a, it's a banger. But yeah. for that, I mean, in the feature or features, <clears throat> but for that line, I said, why, Rick? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Rick has a Ross. Ross got a couple of those. <laughs> oh, he's got dozens. As always, Ross, my uh, offer is open. If you want to pay me $60,000 a year, I will come to every studio session and make sure you don't say no shit like that ever again. The offer, my offer still stands. I don't want to derail this, but I, I feel like I, I can't say it enough. He has multiple punchlines <laughs> about Trayvon Martin. <laughs> like, mul- mul- like, again, like one is too many. He has multiple. Yeah. Yo, and like, yeah, we love Ross. Like, like one of the best of his era. Such good Classic music. albums. He great makes such shit. good music. But it's like, what what is going like what is happening who like who i don't even know who he's signed to if it's like atlantic or something but like do y'all not have some like just bring some like do y'all not have someone to review the tape before you put the albums out clearly <laughs> not. like no we can't rick my man i'm sorry you can't you can't say this clearly not uh he said niggas get abused like boys at penn state i said <laughs> i said why would you say that rick <laughs> why would you say that it's like watching a movie and you see someone you recognize. Like, you see, like, an actor that kind of, like, takes you out of it, and that happens a lot with <laughs> Like, I'm so into it. And yeah, right. like you're saying, Ed like, Sheeran on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Is that Matt Damon? What the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, Little Haiti, baby. baby. Yeah, so yes, it's sir. back to Trill, right? Back to me. Back to me. Okay, I will take... I don't know if this project has been discussed. Oh no, it has. It has. Um, but give me t-shirt Ooh. off of honest. That's just a song I've just always loved. I just always I switch them in my head. That's the intro to that album in my head. I think it makes a lot more sense. Uh, but nah, give me give me t-shirt. Yeah, he's t-shirt. going crazy. <laughs> t-shirt is definitely like a it's a run through a wall song for sure big thing yeah like that's how you start in your album it's like okay i'm in yeah mm-hmm. he was he was in love at the time you gotta... yeah he was <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to look ahead um but back to me i feel like i haven't taken any sad future yet so i'm gonna get as sad as it gets and i'm gonna go with xanax damage uh, shiver just went up my spine here. Wow, what hold <laughs> up? You said which song I didn't hear you, my bad. Xanax damage. Ooh. Yeah. It's <clears throat> uh a, a minute 40 of despair and a minute 40 of just like heart-wrenching, just like cruelty. It's a song that you should not listen to five times in a row, but guess who's going to listen to it five times in a row? This game. Like, I don't, like, your, I, or your Apple Music, whatever, won't even play that before, like, 1 a.m. Like, won't even show it to you as a song before, like, 1.17 a.m. You had a couple drinks, okay, now maybe you can get this song on shuffle. Yeah, you, yeah. Play, you play it three times on repeat. It throws in a little Stevie Wonder in the middle as a plan of palate yeah. cleanser. Yeah, it's like, are you okay? Uh, yeah. And with him, like, always dipping into like his r&b side that that's like a classic r&b thing of like the interlude intro that's only like a minute and a half but everybody is like why is this not a four minute song perfect (laughs) example of that because i need i need an extended cut of xanax damage well i don't need it like for my mental but i want it (laughs) i want it i want it um all right i think i'm gonna take our first one off wizard uh a tape Actually, a lot of people like 
I feel like Futures Bank was against the wall with the Wizards. Um, he put out Future and Hendricks like years earlier, and he kind of laid low for a bit, and people didn't really know if he had enough left in the tank, and he puts out like one of his best albums. He's got so many good ones, I can't really put it like top whatever, but a lot of that due to Unicorn Perp. Big fan of Unicorn mm. Perp. Just uh, a three-headed monster, a thug, gunna, and future, and they're talking that shit on there. Yeah, just a great of him like stepping in, like showing how it's done, and stepping back and like watching them go at it. Just watch, like 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 my beautiful boys going back and forth. Like this is great. Uh, now banger on my list, but great great track. We're back to you, Drew. Let's see. I think I am actually gonna stick with that project. Give me call the coroner. Ooh. Just like like the open like the intro the the little like news intro or whatever and I don't know it's a very like haunting type of beat so I will go call the corner and I hundred percent agree on wizard I feel like I was the I mean again I've always been drink or been drinking the Kool Aid so long I was like the next one's gonna be it like if he if he ain't dropped in two years it's for a reason and then wizard came out and I was like huh huh so yeah call the corner. Yeah. yeah, menacing, perfect way I feel to describe like people it. People pushed back on Wizard initially too, and it took a while before people were able to see the light. But that's a fact. It's just so it's a long pro, but it's so many bangers. Yeah, <clears throat> it's twenty songs. I don't know if there ah, uh, there's one skip for me, but twenty songs. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, what do we got? You got back to back here. Back to back picks. Um. Since the last round, I really, really went with a personal one. I got to kind of get some shit. Got to get some shit for everybody. Um, so give me, co- give me coding crazy. Um, that's the one I didn't want to mention earlier. I was like, I'm, somebody <laughs> might draft it. So, damn. You know, yeah, this is the one where when, you, when we talk about, like, the internet uh, presence of future, coding crazy is one of those ones. Like, songs you see on, like, a shit ton of memes and everything like that. One of the more, like, internet song sides of future but like legit crazy like how earlier mentioned the immersiveness of it like whenever that song comes on like everything around me just bubbles up and like i get dizzy and i'm just like immersed (laughs) in this world of coding crazy and he just has that ability man uh like knows how to work with great producers who can like craft that shit and like he just knows like he knows like he knows who like his presence and who he is and that he can do stuff like that. So got to start with coding crazy um, to bring people back in. And then. uh, Honestly, I think coding crazy is going to be the first thing we're going to get yelled at about how the hell did that go in round six? (laughs) 100%. Way too chip on his show. Tom Brady. (laughs) That's coding crazy right now. Tom Brady. And then. Uh, just in general, like you gotta have some scooter, like you gotta have some thug and scooter on your shit. So I don't believe special has been taken. It is. Um, not. I'm not. gonna I'm gonna take special. Like we said, anything thug and scooter related, forget about it. Grand slam. Like never miss on anything. <laughs> and this is another example of that. Uh, honest, like honest is an album that I had to again go back from the chord 
I get yeah, it. I want to hear. I, I want to hear what you guys. Yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> well, me, me and we have fought about this. Like off air, me and <laughs> you told me honest. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to hear you take it back. Now walk it back. Honest. <laughs> honest is so interesting because I think it's a mix of future songs that I a, a couple a couple moments that I just really really don't enjoy, and some <laughs> moments where it's like, oh yeah, this is going to be the guy who does future and Hendrix and influences the genre for decades to come like, like it's a weird balance of those moments and it's kind of it's early in his career doing albums it's, so. it's seeing a great picture in in double a man yeah yeah it's like it's, it's the tools he's throwing a hundred yeah he can't quite put it everywhere he wants it just yet yeah and like he, yeah and this song specifically he doesn't like he never really gets that credit like as an mc but he's actually he's like rapping his ass off legit on this shit um but yeah definitely kind of came back around on honest like some of the moments that i really really love just make me really appreciate future as artists so there you go <laughs> yeah so with honest honest is one i listen to a lot and there are a lot of songs on there like you know not every time i'm listening to the whole thing i pick and choose sometimes yeah and i don't know last i think it was like last year i heard special again and it ended up in like my top 50 listen songs when I did like the year end thing. Like I just kept playing mm. it. I don't know what it was, why I missed it the first. I didn't like I heard it. I didn't really yeah. miss it. It was just like, I don't know what didn't click. It with didn't me, click yet. Yeah. yeah. Special click for me. And yeah, that song it, it might be my favorite between the two, but they got a lot of shit, man. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. Um, That's both of mine, right? Yep. Okay. Back to- oh, man. Uh, okay, I will kind of stick in with that theme because again, I'm I'm team <laughs> honest was a good album, damn it. Uh <laughs> I've been on this hill, but it was honest, which was again perceived as I don't know, just a dud. I don't know, for whatever reason, it just didn't seem to take off. So then it was the mixtape, mixtape, mixtape. And it was like time for another album. And it was like, okay, kid, like, is he just a mixtape guy or is he an album guy? And then you hear, thought it was a drought. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, man. Like, no, like, like this guy is so clearly in his bag. Like, they, it ain't no mixtape, no album, nothing. Like, he's just here now. <clears throat> so I'll go thought it was a drought. Like, hearing him, like, mix the lean, hearing the pills shaking and all that in the beginning. The It sounds like, like some Freddy Krueger. Goosebumps. Yeah. So you hear that shaking, start getting the goosebumps. Yeah. So it was like the pressure was on. It was like, yeah, can you are you an album guy? Are you just a mixtape guy? And then you hear that intro, which sets the tone for DS2. So I go thought it was a drop. DS2, I think damn near an undisputable classic album. Especially for me, the way I sometimes I view classic, it might not be your best work. Um but when DS2 came, it was really like, if you don't like Future, then you can just like leave hip hop because this is just what it, this is. This is just what it's going to be like the genre as a whole. This is the guy. Yeah, it's like if you felt that way about mumble rap, it's like get used to it. Like, yeah, like yeah. this is just what it is. Um, He, you know, putting like uh, a sound or a style to a great project is kind of it's hard. Um, and especially when you're one of the guys kind of early to the sound, you're kind of setting the blueprint. And that's what DS2 did, man. Such a moment. Um, so important for like artists who would come up after future. So mm. yeah, classic, man. important project. To me. I don't know if I was just young and broke. 
but after thought it was a drought, I swear to God, everyone had Gucci slides. You're not everywhere. wrong. Oh, 100%. Everywhere. 100%. Everywhere. Just like, I don't know if I wasn't noticing it before, but it was like, why does everyone need Gucci slides? Now? Yeah. That's for sure. 100%. Yeah, in that documentary, he talks about making thought it was a drought, and he claimed <laughs> He claims uh, Metro caught him fucking someone while he was a Gucci slides, but I don't know. <laughs> That's one. Of, is it is it fact? Is it fiction? Who knows? Yeah. So it's part of the hell legend. of a storytelling. Hell right. of a story. <laughs> uh, shit. I I'd be remiss if we didn't dig into this album. The problem is I don't know what song to pick, so I'm just gonna just looking at the track list. I'm gonna go with Out of Time off Future Self Titled Album. Yeah. Um, that album uh, this, didn't get a lot of buzz, yeah. Yeah, at this it point, came out right before after, right before Hendrix, wasn't it? Or the week right before? The week That's before. what yeah. it was. Yeah. The week before, yeah. Um, but we didn't know Hendrix was coming. So yeah. I remember I was in college at the time. Um, so I mean, I was listening to music, but it wasn't nearly as much. I was out doing stuff, and the music I heard was like the big records. And my roommate was a Future fan, and he was like really into Draco and Mask Off and stuff. And he was telling me, like, you need to listen to this album. And there's that pocket between Out of Time to Might As Well. I think it's like a four-song run. It's Out of Time, Scrape, I'm So Groovy, and Might As Well, Mm. where I realized Future was doing something he's not really used to doing. Um, And there was a little bit of a slower, like, lower-voiced, melodic groove to him. and then boom, Hendrix comes and you get all of that. So yeah. out of time, yeah, out of time is one of my favorites on here. It's it's one that I go back to a lot. I feel like the like the future Hendrix thing in time was such a crazy thing because at that point, really, no one had done it. Um, <laughs> Beyonce had kind of Beyonce had done the surprise thing with her project, but there was just it was unheard of to drop a project and then not tell anyone you have another project coming the next week and dropping like. Two, well, that's like, a, he drops in doses, yeah, but not like like week to week. That was like yeah. even for even for him, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I remember seeing some of the rumblings. Like, hold up, few, there might be another project next week, and people mm-hmm. just being like, "Nah, no way." And I feel like Hendrix, Hendrix ending up being like, you know, we might get to it at the end. Maybe Future's best work. The self title mm-hmm. can definitely get kind of drowned out in that, but definitely a lot of dope tracks on there for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yep. No, but thankful he did it. Yeah. But people got to stop, bro. Not everyone's doing it. Like, yeah. I I feel like it started a trend of just like, oh, and, you know, Kendrick yeah. going to do the next one after Damn, and he's doing yeah. it in a week. And, <laughs> yo, I'm glad you bring that up because, yeah, Damn comes out. It's, like, around Easter or whatever. And, I mean, obviously, Damn deals with, like, religious themes. And people are like, okay, the first album is Damn. There's going to be another album called Nation. The Resurrection. Week. It's going to be Damn Nation. <laughs> because Kendrick is rap god. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, yeah, Kendrick said, yeah, eight like, years later. Go do your homework. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, yeah, salute to Future for doing it and actually, like, doing it right. Dropping two, like, dope projects. So. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. did both that both had, like, their different themes and stuff. So yeah. it, it worked out real well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig back into 56 nights. It was one I played a lot today for some reason. I don't know. I was in the gym, I needed some gym music, and I was like, what's better than 56 nights? And no compadre gets me going like nothing else, man. Yeah, yes, sir. 
to that beat, man. Like as soon as you hear it, like yeah, like starting up, yeah, yeah, and like the sk- <laughs> the skits on here are always funny to me. Uh, one of the best skits, and there's a lot of like different languages being thrown around, and for him just to put no compadre, which doesn't deal with any of the languages. <laughs> we don't know what we'd be saying, bro. We'd be yelling at Bond. Like Future's told y'all, he's not he's not beating the Mavis Beacon allegations. So. Yeah, so no compadre gets me going, makes me laugh. Uh, one of my favorite Southside beats. Like, I really, I don't know what's up with him in Southside. I really hope they start, like, doing work together. I know they did some stuff on the new project, but we need we need that fifty six nights energy back. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> see, it's back to me. Uh, see, how do I got one, two? Okay, so I got I got three more picks. Okay, got to make them. Got to make them count. Got to make them count. I am in between two. I, I think I can get to my second one later. I'm gonna take. I'm going back to Hendrix. And again, this this takes me back to a very certain place at time. Again, like being being a stand for so long, it really is like uh it's like all the ups and downs you remember so vividly. So I'm like respectable lady at the time, not a future fan. So self-titled <laughs> drops. And she's like, This like this, this like this is your man. Like this is your man. Cause again, I was like, I like it, but this is not the one I can stand up and be like, Yeah, he's still here. Yeah. <laughs> then, then he drops Hendrix. And I remember like I don't know if it's a thing in the Midwest, but here, like listening to new albums, just riding around the city is a thing. Like that's yeah. just kind yeah. of like okay, like just yeah, speaker test, whatever, just riding around Atlanta. So I remember riding around Atlanta, listening to this, and when we got to incredible, incredible, that's the one where she said, Okay, this is the one. I was like, thank you. I was like, my I knew my boy wouldn't fail us, man. He threw out he threw out self-titled, man. That was the that was some bait, man, to get us yeah. look the other way. Listen, Hendrix was listen. the jewel. So I'm I'm going incredible. Bro, all right. I got an incredible story about incredible too. Uh fucking so I was in college, right? And I went to go visit my friends that went to UW Madison. And UW Madison, predominantly white uh predominantly poppy yeah and i lost my shit when i saw like 50 white girls with blonde hair going crazy to incredible i don't know what it was that that was the one that stuck with them but i i couldn't believe it i was like all right like mask off is played on the radio like that makes sense sometimes people want to listen to it for a party but like you guys picked incredible to play at this party and everyone was loving it i that's yeah that's when i knew future was really about it especially Andrew. yeah Mm. It's funny that you mentioned like the car test in Atlanta. I definitely have the car test too, but you're kind of just driving around looking at like hay bales and shit. It's not like a, it's not like it's not, it's, it's not quite as uh, interesting. But... It, it, it ain't about the view. Yeah. It ain't about the view. It's, it's about the, the the journey and taking it in. So yeah, the shit hits uh, in, the, in the surrounding environment. Yeah. You're just like looking at a, a, a Brahms. I'm sure Atlanta does, but do you do you guys have like people that rent out ATVs and like those slingshots and the spider scooters and stuff and just blare music with lights on them? Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's everywhere in that. I think one, of the, one of those people lives in my apartment complex. So, <laughs> so salute to him. <laughs> yeah, we got we got that in Milwaukee. It's like one street. It's just a line full of people, and that's how I know when a new album's hot or not. If I'm walking down the street and everyone's blaring some shit off it, that's when I knew it's. Wait, where where are you at, Lee? Oklahoma. Okay, t- now nah, that might be a national thing. If yeah. it, if it's popping off, I think that might be yeah. an everywhere thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we are back to me. We got a couple picks left. Still, so much good material on the board though, but we're gonna make it work. Um, back to Eball. Um, give me news or something. Mm. News or something. <clears throat> Is one that I hear for the first time going back to Evol, and it just hits immediately. Like, I like first time hearing it was obviously, like I said, recently, and it hits immediately. Sometimes I got to go back and listen to it a couple times, but this joint just hits immediately. It's super, super dope. So yeah, g- g- give me you're, news. You're blessed because it was like a SoundCloud song for. So- yeah, that was a Lucy. Yeah. It was a Lucy for so long. Yeah, and I think, like, didn't they just throw it on? Was it evil? I, I was like, I didn't know if it was program. Uh, purple, or purple, or purple, 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 yeah, purple. I was like, they threw it on one of them, but not a Lucy that I feel like one of the rare Lucys where everybody is like, wait, why is this a Lucy? Like, why is this not <laughs> either a single or on a tape or something? Yeah, that's a great track. Yeah. Good. Pick. News is something up first. And now I'm getting nervous. There's so many songs. I'm gonna miss songs. People are gonna yell at me for missing songs, but you yell that is cool. We we are gonna go back back all the way to astronaut status. Um, easily my favorite song on there. Give me birds take a bath. Um, yeah. Like when they come out clean, I'll be damned. This is just acid. Like yeah, yeah, Chef's Kiss, man. That's Birds a take a bath, pit, man. That's a beautiful pit. There are songs when you look at the name of the song and you kind of <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> Birds take a bath. You see featuring Young Scooter and Jeezy. You already know what's going on. Um, one of one of my favorite future cuts. So let, let me get Birds take a bath right here. Yeah, uh, I don't know why Jeezy and Future didn't work more together, honestly. But they mm. they really snapped on this one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're back to you, Trill. This, okay, I, I had to go back and check because I forgot what song this project was on. I thought Lee was about to take my song. I was going to be so <laughs> tight. <bro>. So <laughs> tight. Um, but he didn't take it. He didn't take it. I would take... This is a song, again, just personal memories, an old song that I remember like a friend of mine from high school. Like while I was working in Atlanta, he was going to school. So we were hanging out and he, Pick me up playing future. And it was when I was like, oh, you don't know nothing about this. And he started rapping. And then I started rapping it too, dog. And so we were both just going back and forth. And it was about this young hot thing. She fucked my bro and she gave him brain. And she expect she expected me to love. Her. I said I could never be that lame. Um give me ain't no way around it, man. Gotta go, ain't no way around. Ain't no way around it, bro. Yeah. Just a just a, a a classic tune. Classic tune. No way around it. There's like, zero that's way around thing it. about Future. He does those hooks where it's just like, never going to lose. Ain't no way around it. You know, same damn time. It's just like little s- shit you can get tattooed on you. Just like, yeah, there ain't no way around it. What am I yeah. supposed to do? No, he's, that. that's his, his, his genius. Yeah, he's one of the best at doing a lot with a little. 
a word mm. or like a couple word phrase or a melody or a hum. He can just get stuff out of nothing. The Bill Belichick of music, some would say. He can get I, yeah. he can get stuff out of little things that just nobody else can do. Coach Pop finding Danny Green. That's yeah. it's like I, I have two examples. I don't think anybody's gonna take them, but I think of Pardon Me with Yachty. I don't know how many people could just say Pardon Me over and over and it could bang and yeah. Grammys <laughs> with Drake. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I want no. I don't know how many other people what's, could make that work. So, uh, Grammys. Grammys. They don't think oh. I want a Grammy. I don't know how many other people could like make it like say it that many times in a row and make it work. Yeah, bro. All right, so. Back to me, my last two. I talked about how, like, R&B future is my favorite future, and then I took all bangers. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to pick up some R&B joints. I'm going with Turn On Me off Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, one of the songs that, again, like, it's to me it's kind of corny to listen to breakup music when you're going through a breakup, but, like, months later, Man, turn on me. Bring back some <laughs> That's when it's made for. Yeah, yeah. After He's the cut has subsided, vivid, just like yeah, you open that wound, pictures. baby. Vivid ass pictures, you know, yeah. you feel it all over again. Mm. But then, you know, sometimes you got some good moments. So my last pick, I'm gonna go with Never End. Uh, mm. Yeah. One one of my favorite future R and B songs. I. Do I have to specify the remix? No. No? Okay. Yeah. We're just gonna... With Kelly, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to assume it's the version with that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only one we acknowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. when, when Future gets in the lovey-dovey stuff, I'm a fan. Um, we didn't really pick a whole lot of that outside of maybe, like, Incredible. But, yeah, he he's a romantic, heartless romantic. Mm. <laughs> But he puts his time and effort. You can hear it. You can, you can hear how much love he's got for them. It's my last pick. Man, oh, man. There's some, there's some good talent left on the board. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go with one. I just find myself going back. This is another, I feel like, a 2-12 in the morning special. <laughs> Give me blood on the money. Yeah. Yes, Give sir. me blood on the money. That's another yeah. honest one, isn't it? Blood, I thought it was a no, DS2. No, I was thinking of blood, sweat, tears. Yeah. Yeah, DS2. no, blood on the I think it's DS2. Uh, yeah, yeah, like later in the album, I don't know how much hype it's it gets, the- but it's, it's one I never skip when it is the shuffle. And yeah, give me blood on the money. Uh, Metro Boomin and Zaytoven beat, especially. Mm. Uh, yeah, man, like. It's, I think it's the last track before the deluxe kicks in. Yeah, so, like, so it's like he stashed it like late, late. It's not yeah. supposed to be a song that good that late. <laughs> yeah, basically. And after Rich Sex, it's like it's the <laughs> perfect cherry on top. Like he, here you go. This is the end of it. Mm. End of that one. I, look at that cherry on top of your draft too. The end of the. Oh, what do we got, Lee? What do we finish? Oh with? man, we are here. Last pick of the draft. <sighs> Mr. Irrelevant, but I'm still, I still got to pick a banger here. And I'll, I will do this. Future is a guy who we know, obviously, the mixtape trilogy has reached heights crossing over to pop. 
but I I have always felt listening to Future's music. I will say this is off Hendrix. Listening to Hendrix, there's just there's like another mode of Hendrix or Future that could have been unleashed after Hendrix, where he just goes full pop star. Maybe something like like a scaled down version of the weekend after like Beauty Behind the Madness, where he just goes from this is a guy who's pretty big to this is like the biggest guy in the world. And mm-hmm. this is a song that made me feel that way. Um, and it's another interesting one, Fresh Air. Mm. Fresh Air is one where I was like, I think like if if preconceived notions of future from like pop radio hadn't existed, this would have been like the biggest song on earth. Like the beat, um, what he's saying on here is something that like everyone could have gravitated to. It's not like super raunchy or crazy, but like it's still really cool. Like I love the feeling behind it. It's one that, you know, I could play like around my mother and she wouldn't just be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what is this trash? You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, and I love it. It's not cor- it's not corny at all. Like, it's still super, super dope. So give me fresh air right here and um, let me ponder over the world where Future like became the biggest artist on earth after this. Yeah. And to speak to that type of music you were talking about, that's that three song run. Incredible. Testify fresh air. Like, yeah. You get. Mm. You get the whole scope of it right there. Yeah. But yeah, that's our draft. Let me sum it up real quick. Uh, Lee had the first pick. He ended up with Throw Away, Use Me, The Percocet and Stripper Joint, Rax Blue, Lil Haiti Baby, Codeine Crazy, Special, News or Something, Birds Take a Bath, and Fresh Air. <clears throat> Trill with the second pick ended up with Never Gonna Lose, Hardly, my collection, Dodo, T-shirt, call the coroner, thought it was a drought, incredible, ain't no way around it, and blood on the money. Then I, with the last pick, ended up with Ben's Friends, Stick Talk, My Savages, Three, Xanax Damage, Unicorn Perp, Out of Time, No Compadre, Turn On Me, and Never End. Good draft. Pretty good. I feel good that's, about my team, man. I gotta say, yeah, yeah, that's that's thirty strong songs. Yeah, and, and plenty of moments. The part is, there's another thirty. Legit. Plenty honorable Easily mentions. Another thirty. Yeah. Legit, legit. What, do you, what do you got? For- mm, what's up? I think cut out then. <clears throat> oh yeah, you're definitely on me. Hundred percent. It was Mike unplug. Oh yeah, Mike unplug something like that. I totally can't hear you. But I will say, Tyler, real quick question for you. Some, sometimes we do this when we do drafts. What's next for Future? What do you want next from Future? We've heard so much. Um, and I like I think with this album, especially, it shows that it's, it's not really over any probably anytime soon. The album was very successful. People liked it. Going to get some acclaim. What do you want next? What do you want next from Future? Like, I think I'm ready for the. It might be like collab time again like i could see like i could use a little estg uh six tape eight tape or excuse me six song eight song mixtape like he's usually like he he does tapes with like whoever's like young upcoming and hot right now and chickens was one of the first like experiences i had and i enjoyed it so i was like i could listen to a little ep of this so i wouldn't he kind of went the you know the romance i don't I don't remember the name. It was I don't love you anymore. What's the name of the? I never liked you. Yeah, I never. I never liked you. So okay, yeah, give us six, seven song little EP banger. I w- I wouldn't hate that. Youngest, what about you, man? Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna do the like 
collab project thing, I want to see him do it with Youngboy. I mean, both of them got the work mm-hmm. ethic. I really like their song together on High Off Life, Trillionaire. Uh, Youngboy, like, okay, so I can't figure it out if it's Youngboy or if it's Moneybag Yo, but maybe it's both of them. They do such a good job of bringing the best out of the other person and just kind of making the rapping a competition. And they had a great tape together. But they oh, yes. hated each other. We talk about it. Yeah, it's probably one of my banger. favorite collab tapes ever. Oh but, yes. Yeah. Um. But future. Yeah, I mean, taking a break might not be a bad idea. I see him going on a little bit of a feature run lately, and it sounds good. So if he if he's got something, a concept in mind, I want him to put it out like he did with Hendrix, like he did with The Wizard, like he did with Future, and even High Off Life. I wasn't too big of a fan of High Off Life, but at least he had, like, an idea. So if he's got something he wants to put out, go ahead. But if he's going to put out something just to put it out, kind of how I felt with, like, Baby Pluto, that was not mentioned once. Yeah, conversation man. actually. <laughs> and then they then they do a deluxe of that. Like, yeah, they sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Nobody wanted. Yeah, you want thirty songs? songs? Nobody wants. Uh, nice. So if he's gonna put out stuff to put out stuff, I'm not. I really prefer he did it. But if he's got an idea, I'm I'm all ears, man. <clears throat> yeah. One more, uh, Trill. Is future on Atlanta's Mount Rushmore? That's it. It might come down to is Outcast one spot or two? One spot. Okay. If Outcast, if Outcast is one spot, I think he's definitely fought his way into. Even if you cross him off, you have to mention him. If Outcast is one spot, I think Gucci is probably a lock for another spot. The last two spots is so many names, but he definitely has a, a a case for one of those last two for sure. Yeah, he's undeniable. Like, even even if you're not a fan, I don't know. We talked. <laughs> Troll mentioned earlier, like mumble rap naysayers and stuff. Like, you you can't deny the fact that for ten years he's made a name for himself and he's been a staple and inspired other people in the region. For sure, change the direction of hip hop, unquestionably. I know change. people say better for worse, but I like it. So for better for me, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better yeah. for me. Yeah, I think that might be it for you. Might be it for us. Um, Drill, before we head out, we usually ask our guests what they've been listening to. What have you been fucking with? New stuff, old stuff, doesn't really matter. Just what's in the rotation right now? Man, I'm old stuff. I was like, I don't know if I ever listen to another new project again, honestly. (laughs) Like, I just, every once in a while, I remember that you can get, like, the... The, the replays for like everything you've listened to for the year. Yeah. So I just went back and got every one of mine back to 2017. I just been spinning those. If you have Apple Music, you can. Yeah, that's why. So I just been doing that. I've been listening to today. I was listening to some Curtis Mayfield like live sessions, like old stuff. I was like, I don't know if I need new music. I might. I just might. I might be all set. Um, so yeah, probably stuff I know I liked in the past and just. Very the taste. What's what's some stuff? Curtis Mayfield. Uh, uh I mean, it's, it's it's Curtis Mayfield, but when he was recording under it's called Spade and Whitey. It was the name yeah. of the group? It's just a live group in the early seventies. And Nudie, I do that. I, I would take that. The the new Nudie has definitely, definitely, definitely been in rotation. 
There we go. That's that's two weeks in a row. I've gotten a guest talk about that. <laughs> no, that's no, not heard that nudie yet, man. If you that, haven't heard gotta, before that, I'm at the point where I thought this happens. Maybe it happens for y'all every year. I play 2K long enough that enough <laughs> of the, enough of the songs start to hit in. I was like, you know, I need to add that to the group. So I'm listening <laughs> like uh, shit from uh, 2K, man. One of them British rapping songs, the Skepta song. I said, man, I've been listening to the British rap, the Jasmine Sullivan song. Uh, J. Cole got a song on there. So 2K playlist. There'd be some bangers yeah. on there. Yeah. That's yeah. Good, yeah uh, Curtis Mayfield, oddly enough, Freddie's Dead has made its way back in my rotation. I don't know. It popped up on a shuffle the other day and I was Banger. like, this is a good song. And I just kept going back to it for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Pleasure having I you. I think on. that's all. Yeah, thank you for coming through, man. We really appreciate appreciate y'all, man. This was fun. Like, legit. For us, too. The reason that we are here, the reason that I know Youngest. um, Yeah, reason I know Lee. Yeah. Uh, Trill set up a Discord. Me and Lee, both big fans, wanted to support. We joined. uh, Started chopping it up. Yeah, started chopping it up in there. Realized we had similar music tastes. We got a lot of stuff we disagree on, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what the chord is about. Yeah, so we we were chopping it up, and someone started just like jokingly talk about podcasts and chord podcasts, and me and Lee were like, "Hey, me and you, we can we can do some music stuff," and ended up here. Uh, so yeah, wouldn't be okay. here if it wasn't for Trill. So Thanks, really Trill. appreciate it. Um, appreciate y'all. One more thing, like I said, Volume Fifty. If you tap in every week, we really appreciate it. Uh, keep tapping in; we got more shit going for you. Youngest, my man, my friend, for real. I appreciate you so, so much for coming to me with this idea. Like, this has been, like, such a fun part of my life for the past, like, year and a half, just talking to you about shit. I really, really appreciate it. To yep. show my appreciation, and since it's volume 50, um, and the only reason I'm saying this is, like, public on the pod, because maybe people can tap in and help with this gift that I want to give Youngest. Since it's volume 50, I'm going to make a $50 donation to the Pal- Palestinian Children's Relief Fund. If you're listening um you don't have to donate 50 dollars, but if you could throw five dollars a dollar like whatever i appreciate i will it. match your 50 um also i will also match these 50 another re- and, uh if y'all run up run up this episode for this week every listen up to 250 i'm gonna throw another dollar on that donation so run it up this week tell a friend a tell shame. a friend we really appreciate y'all tapping in um and yeah youngest thank you bro i really really appreciate you that's the best gift I could have possibly gotten. Really appreciate that. I will match anything Lee sends as well. I don't need a new pair of Jordans this week. We could send some to some kids that are in a, a struggling situation that doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. So really appreciate that. We'll throw in the donation link within the pod description as well. Yes, sir. Um, but as always, rate, review, give us five stars. Thank you, for Thank you for fucking with us. Have a good week.